Hello and welcome to part two of TOEFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. My name's Will Anderson. And uh, when we left you last, Will was going to tell us about the Helpman Awards, which yep. you won. Congratulations. I yeah, thank you. Best... Um, best clown. <laughs> best joker. Best, best person who doesn't really deserve to be here. Best fool. Best add-on character, add-on category to this night. When you get on stage, they're like, make us laugh, clown. Tell us a joke, clown. That's right. Dance for us, monkey. Dance. (laughs) You're crying. Be funny for our amusement. (laughs) (laughs) Wear baggy pants. Paint your face. Dance for us, clown. Is that what it was like? Uh, It it was a bit weird in that regard because the Helpman Awards, I didn't really know much about them, uh, to be honest. Um, but it's a, it's a really big deal. It's the night of nights for the performing arts community, the live performing arts community. It's it's they say it's our Tonys, but it's not. I mean, that's not really what it is. It it it, it kind of uh, it uh, judges a lot of like. So in this room, you've got like musical theatre, you've got proper theatre, yeah. you've got ballet, opera, anything that's on the stage with an yeah. audience, and and comedy, obviously stand up no, comedy. No, no sex shows. No, that category was eliminated. <laughs> And now, and now the live sex show uh, nominees are best performance with an animal. Yeah, Kerry Man Kennelly uh, for the nineteen ping pong ball juggling trick, and then a little bit of footage of Kerry <laughs> Kerry Man doing that trick up on the giant screen. At one stage, like the sort of giant screen that fell from the the roof that was meant to show all the nominees, just got stuck. Oh really? Up in the roof. Oh no. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, that's great, though. I mean, it is a theatre awards. That kind of yeah. shit happens all the time. I'm glad yeah. that, you know. <laughs> but just see, like, two guys with headsets run out. Just two a couple, sta- stage managers. A uh, like, couple of guys with giant hooks trying to pull it down. <laughs> it, actually was a, it was actually just a bit. Yeah. The guys were nominated for best uh, distracting comedic performance. Yeah. Um, so, you know, look, the, the, certainly the stand-up comedy bit of it is, um, uh, you know, it, you're not... Everything else is a big cast. Everything else is a big deal. Like the, the, the Jersey Boys yeah. won the like the best musical or whatever you know the main award is of the night. Did you see you know uh, uh, my mate Scotty Johnson? Yeah, I saw Scotty. Oh, yeah, I saw Scotty. We yeah. were sitting like two over from each other, and I kept giving him the whole "Hey, we know each other. We've met before," and yeah. he kept giving me this like blank stare. <laughs> Scotty, <laughs> Scotty. Uh, uh, last time I spoke to Scotty, he's a big Swan supporter, like yeah. mad for a guy who grew up in um, New South Wales. He's so mad about his AFL. Yeah. But um, he, I knew him, we used to hang out quite a bit in 2005 when the Swans won their drought-breaking premiership. Yeah. And then uh, obviously the Swans... I, I lost- performed at their breakfast that year. Yeah, right, right. I was their guest of honour oh, really? at the game. Wow. I hugged John Mangos. <laughs> I didn't know him. When they won, we hugged. He's like, let go of me. Yeah. Let go of me, clown. Sad clown. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's a big Swan supporter. The following year, um, Swans had a heartbreaking loss. So yeah. one premiership, one loss. Anyway, after last year's grand final, Scott actually performed as part of the halftime entertainment at last year's grand final as part of the cast of the Jersey Shore. Uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> the Jersey the Shore. Jersey. The musical The Jersey Shore. Now, that's what I would like to see. The Australian cast production of The Jersey Shore. People doing like uh, numbers as Schnooky and the situation. Who would play Schnooky? Um, Michaela Barnas. Michaela Barnas. Michaela Barnas was there. She won an award for Avenue Q. Yeah, right. This shit. I, I can never hear her name without thinking this shit is Barnas. B A N A S. We had this awkward moment though because I ended up taking uh, as my date. My uh, manager Diony came uh, as as my date, and 
uh, they sat us in the theater at the opera house and it's everyone's like really dressed up and it's a really big deal and like two rows in front of us Kate Blanchett was there wow. yeah a like, real theater person totally like a proper person though like a proper Hollywood star yeah. person Kate Blanchett and she's got this cute little like short haired blonde haircut and yeah, so it's all up the back little and so haircut. yeah and i was like two seat like two rows behind her so i was lean forward and it was smell. essentially like i was smelling the back of her neck like i could just lean in and nuzzle the back of her neck at any stage i love you i love you <laughs> what was that <laughs> leave leave the hobbit <laughs> and join me her husband Andrew. Andrew, oh. he's a hobbit andrew upton he's now he's a he's a hobbit he looks like a mad professor at all what, stages he he's a bit ho- yeah he's a bit hobbity is she taller than him? Oh, I would say so, definitely. Right. Yeah, he's definitely a bit hobbity and he's a bit mad professor. He's always got like that hair that just looks like he's, you know... He's, been... just, he's just cracked time travel. Yeah, don't... <laughs> That's... 1.21 gigawatts! Is there any chance that, that you have just uncovered the mystery of how that relationship happens? Because <laughs> she is way out of his leg. Like, yeah. way out and of his leg. And some would say she's ahead of her time as an actress. So maybe he went yeah. into the future and brought back this like uber actress from the future and said no it wouldn't have been an uber actress he would have gone into the future and found a struggling actress and said hey look i will i'm a time traveler if you marry me i'll word you up and i I will take you to acting classes in my time machine for as long as it takes you to be the best actress in the world yeah then you come back groundhog day style yeah (laughs) then you come back to my time 2000 and um, when they get married whatever year 2000 2000, and you'll become the greatest actress of all time but you have to stay with me and if you leave me kate I'm blowing the lid right up this thing. I'm the only one who has the time machine. I can take you back there at any stage. You want to go back to to waiting tables at Zork's laser cafeteria? Quite often when Kate Blanchett is making like an Oscar award winning speech and that sort of thing, you can tell uh, by the way she blinks in Morse code, she's like, help me, (laughs) save me. No, she shouldn't be help me. I mean, if you were an actress from the future... Mm. Wouldn't you prefer to be in a time where you are like widely acknowledged as, you know, the greatest of your generation, the new Meryl Streep? Okay, so uh, someone... If, if com- someone came to you... Someone yeah. comes to you right now, Yeah. right? Uh, you know, you're, you're an actor. Yeah, an ugly an ugly female time-travelling, or, you know, guy, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Now, well, let's say that's a woman. Let's, yeah. like, we'll, yeah, reverse the situation. Yeah. So, like, some ugly... What does she look like? Like, what? give me an actress. Like, uh, the, the mum from Throw Mama from the Train? No, 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 she's not that bad. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy Bates. Okay. Kathy Bates. Um, uh, Not that bad. <laughs> Kathy Bates is all right. standards are low, man. Okay. Love her in misery, but I wouldn't say she's like a pinup model. No, but I think the equivalent of like uh, Kate Blanchett to Andrew Upton okay. is you to Kathy Bates. <laughs> I think that's... It's like one of those, you know, when you apply for like uh, ASIO or whatever, you go do like a logic test and it's like... Kate Blanchett and yeah. Andrew Upton are to Charlie Clawson and question mark. Yeah. They, but they're the equivalent of Hugh Jackman and, and Deborah Lee. Yeah, Finnis. okay. Like right. if they were swapped okay. the other way around. Okay. But, for the, but, so, but I'll be Hugh Jackman in this scenario. Yeah. And so yeah. Kathy, Kathy Bates, Bates has come back. Yeah. And she said. Through time. And she said, look I, look, I know you're not working a lot at the moment. Like, I mean, I know you've been doing your producing stuff and your little dinky podcast, but it's never going to pay any bills. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, in the future, um, where I'm from. No, you're from the past. She's from the past. Yeah, no, we said Kate Blanchett was taken from the future and brought to the past. Mm. Yeah. Or yeah. you can be taken from any time. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay. They're going to take you to the past. Okay. This is the point. Yeah. 
Whenever the whenever Kathy Kathy Bates is she's a time traveler. Yeah, she's not of any time. Okay. Oh right. Okay. So she. Oh no. I thought you she'd know, come like from Doctor the past. Who. Okay. Sure. Yeah, she's All a right. time traveler. Okay, she has so a time cosmic. travel machine. Sure. Does she have that that uh, scarf like uh, <laughs> in the hat? Like what's his Baker? Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. But she's like <laughs> she's of no time. Yeah. Okay. You know, because she's time traveler. So she's like you... a, she's like a cosmic being. Yeah. Okay. Kathy Bates is a cosmic time yeah. traveler. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So she. But com- that that but that kind of uh, that. But we just said Andrew Upton was a, he was a he was like a scientist. Mm. We're saying we're doing away with that theory now. No, but once Andrew Upton, like Andrew Upton, also is like a citizen uh, outside time. Okay, once so you so have once a you time, machine, time machine, yeah. you exist outside time. But you continue to age, don't you? Once you have a time machine, well, because I'm, you are like the center point of time travel, so you can't fight death as a time traveler, can you? Um, it's a good question. That is a good question. Are you immortal? No, because just because you got a time travel machine doesn't make you immortal. But if all right, if you're doing it on a, a, yeah. a sliding line, like yeah. you are still going to age because even though you're moving through time physically, your body is also moving. If your body, yeah. body is physically moving through time, it is still decaying at yeah. the same rate. Oh, okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay, so everyone who has a time machine <laughs> in this scenario, yeah, you still age naturally, yeah. but you have the ability to exist outside time. Okay, you can age naturally. In whatever era sure, you yeah. happen to be okay. in at that time, right. but while you're there, so Kate Blanchett is also aging naturally because she's in this time at yep. the moment, even yep. though he's, she's been brought back from the future. Yeah, yeah. As this, like, you know, okay. I did actually think about that. Like when I, we were when she was at the uh, Helpmans, I did look at her and went, "If if aliens invaded us and we had to nominate." Our representative, yeah. the person who is the best of all that we are, twenty twenty summit, yeah, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Blanchett, but she is the she's like the ultimate Australian. Yeah, she speaks awesome. well. She's beautiful. Talented. She's a talented actress. Like she's politically aware. She, she's like married a hobbit and had some kids. <laughs> the little Aussie Butler. That's right. You know? And so, okay, so she's been brought back from the future. So Kathy okay. Bates yeah. from wherever she's from. Okay, she has a time machine. Okay, um, she has a washing machine. Okay, that. For some reason, one day when she was fiddling around trying to repair her washing machine, it, she yeah. discovered time travel. Yeah. And she it turned into travel. a hot tub washing machine. Yeah, exactly. It's, like that. it's very much like that yeah. film. Okay. That film, Hot Tub Time Machine, was actually loosely based on Kathy Bates' real life that. story. Yeah, yeah. So loosely based. Yeah. So that they didn't have to pay for the rights. Yeah. They kind of changed a few things. Sure. The, the washing machine was a hot tub and <laughs> Kathy Bates was, you know, <laughs> that guy from The Daily Show. Painfully long explanation. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> So, Kathy Bates comes to here and she says, Charlie Clawson, uh, in the future, it turns out that, um, you know, uh, there was a big revival of your work. Yeah. Um, you know, Blue Healers. Um, Head Start. Head Start. <laughs> Canal Road. Canal Road. <laughs> big Canal Road pets. Under, undervalued. Yeah, that's right. It becomes like a, yeah. it becomes like an undiscovered classic. It's well, like- because actually, really ironically, uh, the porn parody Anal Road uh, had become this like crossover hit, Debbie Does Dallas or Deep Throat style. And it sparked interest in the original series. In the original series, because yeah, okay, people okay. want to go back and see, you know, what the uh, porn parody was based on. Okay, so it's huge in the future. Yeah. So, um, anyway, love your work. Yeah. Uh, what I really want to do, though, is because you're not working much at the moment, is take you like take you to some acting lessons. Really yeah. got like, make you into the great actor, and then take you back to 1980. Okay. And and you know make you the biggest actor in the world. Okay. And what's the catch? You have to have sex with me, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Uh, whatever I want and you can never leave me can I have sex with other girls as well no it's only just you. me we're gonna have family we're gonna have kids but uh oh 
Yeah, that's a tough one. The biggest, <laughs> biggest actor in Australia. We won an Academy Award. Well, I can, what about I the can, biggest actor in the world? I can promise you an Academy Award. You'll win an Oscar, but you do have to have sex with me whenever I want. Okay. What if uh, I don't become a huge success? Like, there's no guarantees. No, I, I can guarantee you, because we'll just keep traveling through time until you're good <laughs> enough. That if I don't have the talent, I don't have the talent. I mean, we've got to have, like, I guess, a, a, a sort of. Let's let's do it in short. Oh, let, let, oh. Let's say if I'm not if I don't win an Oscar in four years, yeah. then the deal's off. You take me back to my time. Yeah. Okay. Four sure. years. Okay. Four years. Yep. All right. Otherwise, you have to stay with me. And uh, how often do I have, to have sex? Whenever I want, which is heaps. You're like menopausal. Yeah, I know. That's that's really got me into it. Really? Yeah. Like when we say heaps, like how, much, how many times? <sighs> Three times. A day. And can I have the lights off? Uh, you can have lights off one out of the three times a day. Two times. One out of the three? Yeah. Two times a day, you've got to have the lights on. And what constitutes sex? Penetration? Penetration. Every time? Um, we, yeah. ever, we ever go down on me? Uh, no. Unless I want to. How about we do that? Okay. so You have to penetrate me in one part of my body. Me, Kathy Bates. You have to penetrate me in one part of my body every day. I've got to, ha- I've got to every penetrate day. you th- with my yep. penis? Yep. Mouth? Vagina or anal. Or uh, (laughs) occasionally I'll let you put in my armpit Uh, or my ear. Okay. But I, but okay. But three times a day at least. Well, until I orgasm. Well, the first one. Me, Kathy Bates. The first one doesn't bother me so much. You'll suck my dick basically once a day. Yep. I can handle that. Uh, Vaginal, anal. I don't know about those health issues. Yep. Uh, No, it's only us. We're only together. You I know, and I. I know, I know, but there is a spread of bacteria. Uh, uh, Oscar. With, with the anal sex. Oscar. Academy Award. Can we can we negotiate that down and Two. say we only... It's ha- not a negotiation. I have a time travel machine. No, let me tell you. Let's, let's just, just be open to this. What Mate, about, it's twice. Guyton Grantly is outside the door. <laughs> Very happy to take this deal if you won't. Guyton Grantly doesn't need this deal. Guyton <laughs> Grantly is doing fine. Look, I, look, I'm not saying I'm not interested. I'm uh, just saying, uh, can, can we just negotiate uh, the, the terms of it? How about we have sex... Like twice a day, mm. once oral, yeah, and then one hold, one hold, below the hold belt. Your choice, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a mystery hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just turn the lights off and charge at you. <laughs> uh, now I'll put you on a lazy susan. I will spin you around in a circle, and I will enter erect and see what happens. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Sh- sure. How old are you? Uh, whatever. How old Kathy Bates is? But eighty. But if you got a time machine, I don't want you like flipping around and staying alive forever. Like, I'll do it because I'm guessing that you're going to be dead in twenty years. I can't stay alive about, forever. I age naturally. Yeah. So you're about forty pounds. Even though I'm outside time, you're about forty pounds overweight. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, Kathy Bates. I'm going to do it. All right. Now, this is me turning to my friend Will and saying, "Hey, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably not going to believe this. Kathy Bates just appeared <laughs> on a time machine, saying she can." Uh, teach me acting endlessly until I'm really good with a time machine then she's going to take me back to 1980 and turn me into a huge star and going to win me an Oscar in four years and the only catch is that I have to fuck her I'm totally going to kill her (laughs) as soon as we get to 1980 my career is going fine I'm going to kill her I told her I was going to have anal sex with her and all kinds of shit but as soon as I get my career going, and it's 1980, so I'm assuming I just got cast in Indiana Jones. Yeah, but here's uh, the problem, dude. And what? this is the problem. Uh-oh. Yeah. 
uh, because I'm Kathy Bates and I've travelled through time, I've been to the future, so I will know if you have killed me or not, because I'll be able to look up what happened to me and what happened to you. So I'm already prepared for the, the eventuality that you might try to kill me. But you only have seen one, uh, one possible past. You haven't seen all the possibilities. I don't want to get into the area of like multi-dimensional you're, possibilities here, but you're a time traveler. You yeah. better get used to the idea of multi-different yeah. dimensions, parallel parallel universes. Yeah. No, you can, there's no way she could know. If we are, if she comes to me now, she can only she can only know the past that has happened because mm. the future has. She's talking about taking me back to 1980. How yeah. she? How can she possibly? She has some similar technology to the photos in Back to the Future. (laughs) You know, she's got some photo that tends to disappear when things are... (laughs) It's a photo of me, like, having sex with her, just crying, like tears in my face. She's smiling, and I'm like, ah, I've got a ball gag in my mouth. Tears running down She has a sex tape. She has a sex tape of you guys fucking, and every time she watches it, if you're not, like, a little bit of you disappears... disappears. The, part, the problem was she didn't realise for six months because she, sh- she thought she just had tracking issues on her video player. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, she's a time traveller. Why is she watching VHS? <laughs> I'm watching DVDs. I'm not even a time traveller. Um, um, all right. So anyway, the point of this whole extended like rave was that Kate Blanchett is beautiful and yeah. married an ugly guy. Oh, before you get to that, mm. I didn't even finish my, uh, my Scott Johnson story. We, the whole reason we started talking about this is Scott Johnson who was in the Jersey Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Scott Johnson, he called me yeah. after St. Kilda lost the grand final last year. And he's like, oh, hey, mate, like I sang at the grand final. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I saw you. And he's like, oh, look, I, I waited about four or five days to call you because, you know, your team loses the grand final. I know that how that feels. And I was like, yeah, man. I said, I appreciate it. And you'd know, 2006, you saw the Swans lose the grand final. You know how that feels. He's gone, yeah, but I saw them win one the year before. made it all better. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, well, thanks for your call, but oh, Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for reassuring me. I mean, to be honest with you, mate, I was still basking on the glory of the year before when we won. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So he's so, in Jersey Boys. He's in the cast of Jersey Boys, yeah. and which has been very successful and won like the Helpman for best musical or whatever. And um, when they went up on stage, there was there there was more people on stage than I had at some of the shows I did on this tour. Oh, really? Like, there was just so many people as, who were... As in cast or Yeah, crew? cast and right. crew. And right. I just, I don't know. Like, it was just one of those things where there's all of them up there. And so you felt weird when you got up there. I'm a solo act. Like, really? Like, there's all these people. I like to thank the lighting. I like to thank the direction. I like to thank the awesome script and the singing coaches and the dancers and the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, um, well, I wrote it and I said it. Like, thank me? Well, this is the thing I've noticed when I go to see comedy gigs, and, and you do this, is that thing where you announce yourself before coming on stage. Like, what is that? Is it, can the, the stage manager not do it for you or, or someone? Like, is that just, is that a thing? Is that an accepted custom in comedy that you announce yourself? Is it yeah. meant to be funny? No. Is it just, what is that? Yeah, it's, um, because you watch American, it's a shittiness. You watch American shows and yep. they'll have a guy announce, like, the next act. Yeah. Go to a strip club, they'll announce the next stripper. Yeah. But you go see, like, you know, Will Anderson and he's announcing himself. Doing my own backstage interest. Yeah, that's how big but I But a lot am. of comedians do it. It's yeah. not just you, though. No, well, it's, it's just practical. It's just like. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, most venues, there's no one to do that for you. <laughs> so you have to learn how to do it yourself. But if you had just like, if you're a smart venue, you just hire like a a janitor who's got a really booming, excellent like 
intro voice, you know? Or you'd have a janitor, like, you know, sort of Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good voiceover hunting. <laughs> yeah. Who just, like, one night walked past an the open microphone. microphone and was just like, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. He's sweeping an empty cinema. Yeah. And the, you, you cut to the, the guy who owns the venue up, up and he's doing the bills. He's like, ah, oh, you know, we're going to lose the business unless we find yeah. someone who can do voiceovers. Yeah. Cut down to him on stage, sweeping, goes at the microphone and is just... In a world gone mad. And you see the cut back to the office and the guy looks up and he runs downstairs and he, he goes in and he sees the janitor. He's like, well, there's no way a lowly janitor could yeah. have done that. No, he like he finds like a, a, like a, a mop bucket. Or something like that, right near the microphone, Cinderella style. <laughs> like, good, good voiceover hunting goes home, and he lives in like a, a hovel. And you see him, and he gets like a like a broomstick and a, and a tin can, and he screws it onto each other, and starts practicing like his intros. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Palais Theatre in St Kilda. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so that yeah, so they won heaps of stuff, the Jersey Boys. Um, so that. <laughs> But I saw a bit of it. This was the great thing about the Helpman Awards is there was a lot of live performance, obviously being a live performance awards. It's the iTunes of theatre. You can yep. sort of just download one song. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, so they had like performances probably from eight musicals. Because I, I don't go to musicals, you know. Why not? Because I'm desperately clinging to my heterosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never really had anyone who wanted to go to... what? I don't think being... I think that, that, that cliche of like gay guys and musical, musicals are probably the most like... Um, have the most cut through of any kind of theatre. Like, you're probably more likely to get heterosexual male seeing that than seeing, you know, King Lear or something like that. I went and saw, quite often when I'm overseas, I'll see a musical. Like, you know, if you're in, um, like, you know, the West End of London or if you're in, like, you know, Broadway, you feel like... Yeah. yeah. So I was lucky enough to see the producers and, like, you know, um, spam a lot and stuff like that. But I went and saw The Boy From Oz when Hugh Jackman oh, yeah. was doing The Boy From Oz. So I'm in New York. I'm there by myself. And on you're Hollywood. like, whoa, Wolverine's gay! <laughs> And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? Like, if I'm ever going to, like, go and see, like, a musical about a gay singer by myself, it's when you're in New York and Hugh Jackman's in it, right? Yeah. You can pass it off as being, like, a tourist thing. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I was just, uh, little do your friends know that you've been plant bought your tickets six months in advance at the merch stand. I've got my Boy From Oz t-shirt on. (laughs) You turn up with your own maracas and one of those frilly tots so you can, like, get into it in the front row. You get to the point where Hugh Jackman's having to stop the show and just like ask you to leave. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is in the front row, but everyone's just trying to enjoy the show. Can you stop singing along? Well, I um, I thought, well, no one's going to know. No one's going to know that I'm going to see this, if nothing else, right? Yeah. But of course, it's Hugh Jackman in The Boy From Oz in New York. So who's in the audience? Like... Australians yeah, right. who are overseas on holidays. Really? So I've got my ticket yeah. and I've like as I'm going into my row, this is honestly how it happened. Oh good I will see the boy from Oz, eh? <laughs> oh good I will see the boy from Oz, eh? Yeah, yeah good I will see the boy from Oz. Not only that, but without your girlfriend. <laughs> no, by myself. At a lavish Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really see a lot of musicals back here. But over this night, they did like one song. So what are the other ones? Like Wicked? Uh, they didn't do one from Wicked. There was one from... Um, I would have no idea. Avenue Q. Yeah. Jersey Boys. Yeah. Um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is a musical? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. musical. Have you ever done that they thing? They did a very big number. Did you do that thing when you're at school where you take a breath and see how many times you can say Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious in one breath? No. I'll show you how it's done. It goes like this. Uh, 
Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, 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 did you never do that at school? No, that was 13. That was 13. really good. That's pretty good, huh? We used to do that one where you'd hold your tongue and say, I was born on a pirate ship. <laughs> do you remember that one? That's not really a game. It's just not a thing. <laughs> do you know? Do you, do you, do you, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, was, I was born on a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. I was born on a pile of shit. But That's it never gold. sounded like I was born on a pile of yeah. shit. So I never got about that one. Right. Can I, I'm going to try the supercolor of Reggie Lucy. Okay, thing, go. But I think I, I won't get over it. So take a deep breath. Take a breath in as many times and you've got to count with your fingers. So I'll count for the audience at home. Okay. Okay, go. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, 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 <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think you were, like, that was. Uh, wow. I need to say that I'm a professional uh, <laughs> speaker. I'm a Lions Club award-winning <laughs> professional public speaker. I can see who's going to win the Helpman Award next year. <laughs> Charlie and Will with their live stage show, <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. So that was one of the big um, uh, numbers mm-hmm. from Mary Poppins. Uh, they did that. Um, uh, Iota did this thing from Smoke and Mirrors. He's fucking awesome, Iota. Man, like this... Did you see him do um, Hedvig and the Angry Inch? Yeah. He was... He's unbelievable. Well, this is even better than that. Like, he, he came out... And What's he, Smoke and Mirrors? It's like a show they did at the Spiegel tent. It, it replaced um, the Cirque de... Not Cirque du Soleil. What was the one they did for ages that was all the sideshow people that... Yeah, I that, Anyway, it was like a quite like a, a famous thing. And, and um, they... So anyway, after that, they did this... Oh, uh, Le Clique. Ah, right. Yeah, it was called Le Clique. And it was a really big hit and stuff. And they commissioned this new work. And it's Iota and a couple of other guys worked on it. But it's really like, he's the star of it. And he came out and sang this like, you know, original song. Dressed as like he was dressed as a bunny and he came out and it was like a one note on the piano thing and it started just kind of like oh well this is not good and by the end it was it was like you'd just seen Jeff Buckley come out yeah, and like right. do a song so he's it got that transformed he? the whole room he's it got, was amazing he's got that charisma I saw him do um, Hedvig uh, at the I think it was the Forum in Melbourne it was some cool old theatre in Melbourne and um, Hedvig and the Angry Inch for people who haven't seen the film that was a film based on a a musical by John Cameron Mitchell, who's a, a off-Broadway performer, and it's about uh, some uh, a German singer who has had a botched sex change operation, going from ma- male to female, and now has an angry inch and is in a glam rock band. I know it sounds like a story you've heard a lot, but it, it does manage to surpass all the cliches that are normally associated with that genre. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, they obviously have sold the rights to the, the, the stage play and uh, I, I saw Iota do it in Melbourne. And for a guy who was playing a post-op transsexual, homosexual, I've never seen so many women in the audience oh, like sexually charged. My girlfriend had to fucking hold her back. She was just, she was like, oh, that like, it's like seeing Iggy Pop or David Bowie or something like but that. But that's what he's like. Yeah. Like, I mean, you look at him and this was the thing that came out of this night for me was like, how many talented people that like only a really small community know about. Yeah. Like Iota to me should be as big as 
Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean if I was Kathy Bates and I had a time travel machine, <laughs> <laughs> I would be coming to you. Canal Ro- yeah. <laughs> so Canal Road's no longer the most popular show in 2200. No. Shit. Um, I was hoping to just cryogenically freeze my body and then you can wake me up then so I can just do conventions <laughs> and a living off signing cast photos. <laughs> you could be our generation's Kamal. <laughs> um, so. Uh, he, he, so he did I this amazing it. performance. It was just, it was absolutely stunning. And and so they had all these like, you know, um, you know bits from the musicals and it was like a degustation menu <laughs> of, of like, yeah. you know, of theatre. And it was great because it was, it was that sort of thing of going, well, when you've seen one song, even if you didn't like it, yeah. it's going to be over in a minute. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually really start to enjoy it. Yeah. And, um, and, and, but you could also bluff yourself that you'd seen them all. Yeah. Like I could easily... I could easily just go, oh, yeah. Did you see Avenue Q? Yeah. How good was it with like the puppets and they sang that song about everybody's a little bit racist? Yeah, that was my favorite bit. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like the uh, radio DJ who only reads the, the, the back of the book or yeah. the first chapter. You know, it's like. <laughs> so I uh, believe it was both the best of times and the worst of times. <laughs> could you tell us a little about that? <laughs> um, I, so uh, you'd like us to call you Ishmael? <laughs> What's that about? I uh, I got I I was into musicals for a short time. I got very like yeah into Les Misérables, Miss oh, Saigon. Yeah. I saw um, Les Misérables on the West End in London. We did it at my high school. You did Les Mis at high school. I know. Can you believe the fucking budget they must have had for that? And we had because the big centerpiece of Les Misérables is the barricade. Yeah, that, you know it's yeah. also around the barricade. And they actually built a barricade. We did, we performed it at, like Monash Uni. Like we had a full on professional pro am run. That was my really? first ever. How long was the run? Like, uh, I think it was like two weeks. Who maybe did, 10 shows. Who did you play? Uh, Jean-Luc Van Damme or whatever his name is. I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I played uh, Bermadabois, who is the rapist. <laughs> <laughs> the rapist? Yeah, tries to rape Fontaine. It's there, Fontaine. Was a, there was a rapist? Yeah, it's a very small part. I was essentially in the chorus. I oh. had that and I doubled up. I but, but you were a rapist. Yeah, yeah. I can even remember he goes... Coming uh, into auditions, he well, goes, if, I don't think you could do the main part. If I sing this... Well, of we, the French Revolutionary. We, we best busted on like copyright. No, if you sing, you're fine. All right, so he goes... So what happens is Fontaine has just arrived in Paris and she's broken poor and she sings some song about being broken poor. Yeah. And then I walk in with a top hat and I go, here's something new. I think I'll give it a try. Come closer, you. I'd like to see what I buy. The usual price for just one slice of your pie. And she says, no, no, monsieur, I don't want you. Is this a trick? I won't pay more. No, not at all. You've got some nerve, you little hole. You've got some gold. And then we go into the whole thing. And then I uh, attempt to rape her. And the police come in and um, I get her sent to jail. So my character, though small, is pivotal. (laughs) To Jean Valjean uh, uh, eventually meeting... um, whoever the Fontaine's daughter is, Cosette. Yeah. Right. If I hadn't tried to rape her mother, right. she wouldn't have ended up, I don't know. Yeah. You're like the butterfly that flapped its wings, <laughs> chaos right. theory style. Yeah. I was, I played, um, uh, oh, this is so embarrassing, but I played the King of Siam. <laughs> you had an Asian guy at your school. Yeah. So why were you the King of Siam? <laughs> Look, I don't know. The only Asian guy in the entire school <laughs> and they went to you? Yeah, it's tough when you miss out on that. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I, I um, uh, yeah, I played the King of Siam in uh, what, what, what's that musical? Uh, Anna um, and the King. Anna no, and what's the King. It? Is yeah. that that's what it's called? Anna, Anna, Anna and the King. Yeah, the King and I. The King and I. The yeah. film was Anna and the King. Anna and the King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you Bre- you Brenner. Yeah, yeah. That was like you know how like or a Chow Yun Fat. You know how occasionally you have to um, 
uh, like read a book at high school and you just read the movie. Yeah. Like you just, sorry, you just watched the movie and like did your book report. I did that with that play. Really? <laughs> with that musical. I really like had a, a lot of trouble like, remembering my lines, but I watched the movie a few times and just kind of improvised around it. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. So I it was a, it was a musical. Um, so I played the yeah the king the king, king and the king and I. Did they did they how did they address the whole you're not Asian? Oh uh, no no we um in a very um culturally sensitive hey hey it's Saturday way they, they painted me yellow. And they taped your eyes back. They painted you yellow. Yeah. Not yellow, yellow. Like it was fake tan. Bronze. Like an orange. Bronze. Like yeah. like basically. <laughs> was, it's kind of funny. <laughs> they actually had painted you. No one in Hayfield has seen an Asian person yeah. apart from the guys in the Chinese restaurant, so they paint you yellow. Canary yellow. And put the big buck teeth in yeah. and the giant round glasses. <laughs> That's right. And it's like, it's. I'm pretty sure there's more lines than, oh, me so sorry. <laughs> yeah, is this... Um, yeah, so he... Um, uh, yeah, so I, I can't remember what his big... Uh, but is a puzzlement. That was the big um, number of his. But, but is a puzzlement. Yeah, that was his big song. Oh, it's a song. Yeah. I've never, I haven't seen um, the King and I. Because uh, he's confused. Did you have to dance as he's well? Co- yeah. We had to sing and dance at the same time. When we sang oh. the duet, Shall We Dance? <laughs> Shall we dance? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can't remember how it went, but like, you, you remember every minute of yours. I can't remember, but that was the big bit. Shall we dance? If that's what you did every <laughs> night after night, and everyone's getting excited, yeah. and you're like, shall we dance? But uh, blah, 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 I don't blah. remember the rest of it. Uh, but you guys have obviously heard it before and stuff, so just go back to the movie, and we'll skip next the next scene. Okay. So there's another song about all the things he doesn't understand about her wacky Western ways. But here's the best bit. What is this thing you call a condom? Yeah. <laughs> And where doth it go? Where doth it go? I don't know if he says doth. I was thinking the king and I, he must speak in medieval English, even though it's like, it's like 19th century Thailand. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, he doesn't um, understand her wacky, her wacky yep. female ways. I, I had long hair at the time, so we dyed my hair jet black and I wore it in a ponytail, pulled back. Uh, a sort of like Steven Seagal <laughs> style. <laughs> Uh, and um, <laughs> Steven Seagal I had to uh, shave all my body hair why off because Asians don't have hair no because to get this um, fake tan because this is in the days before you know Are you, you actually go for a spray a tan? tan completely head to toe Every before every performance or no well that, here's the lasted? thing so it was kind of like but this was before that you know you could get like modern fake tans so I had to get all the hair off my body because the fake tan wouldn't go on over the hair it would clump in the hair oh right and because um, you had to rub it on like it was a rub on and you're like you know it wasn't like one of those who spray t- tans it told you, you to, did your your drama teacher <laughs> Mr. Reynolds uh, say Will um, firstly we have to shave off all your <laughs> you're hair you have to shave off your hair in fact I'll help you I'll come around what are you doing yeah. Saturday night <laughs> we'll rent beaches it'll be great <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Reynolds, my parents don't sure they'd like this. It's fine, Will. Mr. Reynolds, I'm not sure about the timeline of this anecdote because I'm not sure Beaches has come out yet. <laughs> uh, so you shaved your body hair? So I shaved off all my body hair. How'd you do that? Like, well, I didn't have heaps anyway, but it was just my legs, how old really. Were you? Uh, 15? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't have to shave my pubes off. No, no, I'm just like. Thinking, like there was no nude are scenes you, I don't even know, you're in not, Anna and the King. Are you a hairy guy? You have a hairy chest? No, 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 not at all. Right. I only started growing hair on my chest in my 30s and I barely have any. Yeah. Um, not To the point where I wouldn't know what to do with it. I leave it because it doesn't really even look like I have hair. Yeah. It feels unnecessary to... I hate... I, 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 look, I, I look back at the 60s kind of Sean Connery era of hairy chest and be yeah. like, fuck man. Like, yeah, I, like, I mean, I'm not over... I have a hairy chest yeah. but, and I know it's only going to get... 
thicker as I get older. So I am totally behind the masculinity is about not a yeah. six pack and shave like pecs. It's about like a kind of slight gut with a nice furry kind of. Well, this is why top. Kathy Bates is so keen to take you back to the eighties. Why? Because that because that, that that Magnum PI Tom yeah, Selleck yeah, yeah, look yeah, is really like big. You know Harrison Ford and but that's the problem. I'm not. I know yeah. I'm trapped between the two though. Like I'm not going to get Tom Selleckish until probably another decade or so i'm growing hair in my back now oh really do you get hair in your back no fuck that's weird yeah. i have four how many hairs like i have like a little row it's like renegade it's like i have an eyebrow over yeah. one of my shoulder blades like a renegade sort of eight or nine hairs oh. just over my shoulder blade but nowhere else in my body. did you just pluck them out or did you just leave them no pluck them well i'll get Gemma to pluck them yeah I, i'm actually bad i forget with shit like eyebrows ears and nose i have to be told a lot of the time i yeah. just forget I've got like one of those little drill things you put up your nose to get the nose hairs. That's excellent. I've hired a couple of miners. <laughs> just do it. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, uh, oh, anyway. Oh, the King of Siam. Yeah, so, Musicals. Oh, oh the so, Hellman Awards. All right. So I had to um, uh, completely put we this... We need like, Kathy Bates to come take us back to the fucking side of the conversation <laughs> so we know what the fuck we're talking about. I, I had to um, uh, get this orange sort of body paint on. And who put the paint on? Mr. Reynolds? No. What was his name? <laughs> who is Mr. Reynolds? <laughs> no, it's, 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 I keep imagining uh, <laughs> this kind of uh, like uh, from uh, Christopher Guest in Guffman <laughs> drama teacher. No, no, no. We had a, a, a kindly old lady drama teacher called Rita Weir. Oh, yeah. Um, Miss Weir. Mrs. Weir. Oh, damn your Weir, if you know what I'm saying. No, she was an old lady. She wasn't one of those Ripper kind of... Rita. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was... Um, so old. beautiful and so like as in like a, a beautiful old woman but also just so influential on my life like was you know loved even that she was like one of those older kind of more reserved ladies but loved someone who was a bit young with a bit of mischief yeah and of you course, know and, and every successful person you ever speak to they always have one person like in their past who advised them to shave every hair off their body <laughs> and dye themselves orange so, Mrs. Weir. This is for the orange terms, <laughs> Mrs. Weir. That would be a great... I wish I'd made that speech at the Helpmans. I wish I'd go up there and go, I'd like to dedicate to the Mrs. Weir, who once made me shave off all my body hair and paint myself orange <coughs> so I could sing a song I can't remember in The King and I. <laughs> you should have done... No, what you should have done is the, the Tom Hanks Oscar speech when he's like, oh. this is my first ever drama teacher, yeah. Mrs. Weir, and she's a homosexual. <laughs> Like, this is we're sitting well, in a uh, with uh, Mr. Weir going um <laughs> Sorry. Uh uh this is really awkward. Um but I always made will pledge. <laughs> so can I ask who were your uh, nominees? Ah, who I was up who against. Who did you beat? Um who weren't who weren't good enough? Who weren't good enough? Who, who wasn't good who enough? has to repeat the expression it's just nice to be nominated? Yeah, who's that? Um Hannah Gadsby? Yeah, very very funny. Um, uh, Julia Morris. Yep, uh, and uh, Kitty Flanagan. Ah, you're the yeah. only dude. Yeah, totally. It was a total clam fest. Yeah, and you brought some sausage in. Yeah, <laughs> swung it around. Yeah, and said, "Hey, may the best man win." <clears throat> Did you speak to them before the ceremony? It's called the Help Man Are you friendly Awards. With any of those Not ones? the Help Women Awards. <laughs> <laughs> You, um, do you know those guys enough to talk to them? Or yeah, all of them. No, yeah. I, I, they're, they're, they're three of my favourite people in the industry. So, so it's you, like they're... So you're all happy for each other? No, no, I'm sure they're horribly, <laughs> horribly disappointed it wasn't them because that, that's what I feel like mostly when it's not me. No, I, the, the, I, the thing that is my lasting memory of the night, well, there's lots of lasting memories of the night. It was a really, it was a really cool night and it was lots of fun. But 
Um, uh, there was this girl in the West Side um, story. They did the West Side story and it's like, they did the, I want to be in America. And there was this girl who... Gorgeous. But not even that. Her hips just did things. The hips didn't lie? Her hips... Well, I I think her hips did lie. They were telling... Her hips were like Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie where he's all those different characters. (laughs) Catch me if you can. Her hips... Well, Leonardo, I think it catch Shakira if you can. Catch Shakira if you can. But her hips were, honestly, Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. Every time, they were just yeah. going in a different direction. I was like, I do not know what you're doing, but I'm fascinated by yeah. it. If, I would go and see West Side Story if she was, if, as long as she was on stage for two yeah. hours. That's the best thing about like a musical that you're not into is you're always guaranteed guaranteed to see really attractive women dancing. Incredibly attractive. But also not just attractive, like triple threats. Yeah. Sing, dance. No, but what I'm saying is you can you can even look past the kind of like the leads and to the chorus, the girls who are just like doing the dancing. It's like, yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. It is brilliant. Yeah. I was really into it. Um, oh, so uh, Michaela Bannis, this is what I was going to tell you about. She won for Avenue Q, which apparently is amazing. And the song they did, the uh, Everyone's a Little Bit Racist thing, was hilarious and and whatever. But before the show started, they've got us kind of into the theatre half an hour beforehand. Dionne and I are sitting there. And, you know, we're just trying to fill in time, waiting for the, uh, you know, ceremony to start. So Dionne's gone... Um, well, why don't we play a game? We'll go through the like the little uh, you know, brochure, the booklet, the kind of pamphlet, whatever it is. Is this Who Would You Fuck? And yeah. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, and we're <laughs> just like, Who Would You Fuck, right? So we're going through. Men and women both? Yeah, men and women both. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, we're just yeah. filling in time. Yeah. There's not actually any sort of, you know, it's not like we're making Commitment. a plan yeah. and a list. Dionne's writing it yeah. down. Where are they sitting? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, you know, we're just yeah. having fun. And anyway, we're going through, and I'm kind of like, oh. You're not yeah. like Charlie Sheen, because Charlie Sheen would actually sit yeah. down with the program and say, well, yeah. fuck her, 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 and her, yeah. and then would. Yeah, and if I could get the preferences from her to get her across the line, that'd be really good too. <laughs> I've nominated them in order. If you could line them up on the side, and they can each take a number, that'd be great. So, no, I, um, I'm going through, and I'm going, oh, I don't know if there is anyone like you know, here that I would really like to have sex with. And that's, the, that's what I said. I don't think there's anyone here that I think I would really like to have sex with. Dionne has said, oh, you know who's here? I think Michaela Bennis is here. The head in front of us oh. turns around and says, hi, I am. I'm right here. Michaela Bennis was sitting directly in front of us. Now, admittedly, her turning around probably saved me from saying whatever embarrassing thing that I was about to say. Uh. But, I'm, if you think that's bad... She probably turned around because she heard you say... Yeah. If it was me, I'd be like, don't say the next thing! Yeah. I don't want to hear it! That's, I think that's what it was. She was like, I'm just going to jump oh, on top of this bomb before this next yeah. thing happens, right? Wow, that's awkward. Oh, oh, awkward. Yeah. It gets more awkward. Okay. Guess who Michaela Bannis's date was? Who? Her dad. Was he <laughs> sitting there too, Will? He was sitting next to her. Oh. <laughs> He's turned around. He's such a nice guy too. Like he turned around with like that whole oh, yeah, good eye, I'm John. It's nice to meet you. Like yeah? really sweetheart guy. Like, yeah. you know. I mean they're both really nice, but 
would, would you I was sitting there going, no, like, I would fuck Kathy Bates three times a day if she could just come here with a time <laughs> machine and get me out of this all good situation. I, I, I would, I think actually, on second thought, I would listen. I, if that was a conversation, if I had two girls sitting behind me mm. and they got to my photo on the program, I think I'd listen. Would you? Yeah, I would definitely listen. I'd love to know what people... If they would fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely love that. I like the idea that, you know... Knowledge is power. <laughs> well, it makes it easier. It makes it easier if you know, if you know. But I think... Um, did you ever read the... Uh, there was like the Narnia books. You know how they were kind of Christian yeah. allegories. I know. And I know um, I mean. they had one where like the kids are in Narnia. Did you know they were Christian allegories the whole way through? Yeah, I mean, look, I read them when I was like eight or nine, but I'm assuming I would have. I mean, I was raised Catholic. And I'm not sure I did. I think I, I was like... Oh, you're saying you didn't? No. No, I think I had a crying game-esque surprise. <laughs> <It's Yeah. Christian. laughs> That's what I was like. It's like when you listen to like live or one of those yeah. bands, and you're like, what? This is Christian, even yeah. though the song has nothing to do with Jesus. C.S. Lewis was the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> of his time because it was that big twist at the end. But I don't think it was it was hidden that, that, that greatly. I think, I mean, if you... Maybe I'm an idiot. No, I think well, you know, I'm like, we've talked about this before. Know. I don't pay that much attention. Yeah, right. I just like, as long as I'm enjoying the story, I don't ask see, any questions. Uh, someone wrote on Twitter uh, about that statement that as long as you're uh, enjoying it, you don't really care about the logic of it. <laughs> and someone said, it's a bit like listening to Tofu. <laughs> <laughs> so what else at the helmet? Um, yeah, David Campbell was the host. Oh, yeah. You know, Jimmy Barnes's. Uh, Son, yeah, and um, so crooner now, isn't he? It's like reinvented. Well, he's a, he's a, he's won three helpmans, yeah, as he told us. He, all. He, that's what he does, though. It's like kind of like yeah, he's a song and dance man. Uh, wears suits and stuff. Yeah, yeah, cabaret and all that sort of stuff. Did a bit of uh, ill-considered patter up uh, the front. As it was, he did you say he was hosting? Yeah, yeah, that's hard though. Hosting. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, he did a musical number which was really good. Like, because that's his, you know, that's his strength. He's, you know, the, the old bread and butter, you know. But he, um, he uh, also t- tried to do a bit of comedy. And he did this really ill-considered thing about... Because the Helpman Award looks a lot like a cock. <laughs> Got to be honest with you, it looks heaps like a cock. <laughs> it's a very cock-shaped award. And... <laughs> and everyone knows it looks like a cock. Everyone's like, wow, please do not hold your trophy like that. It looks like you're stroking a cock. Don't grab the top of the cock. Don't bang the bottom of the cock. Don't cup the balls of the cock. Oh, describe it for me. What does what it look like? I mean, it looks like a cock. <laughs> but what is it, it actually? A, like, it has a long shaft and a bulbous head. Does it really? Yeah. Like a matchstick. Like a cock. <laughs> <laughs> it has a hole in the end and wee comes out of it like a cock. <laughs> and the base is furry balls, just like a cock. Okay. Um, it's cock-shaped. Yeah. Um... It's not like you know, like based on a cock. If you, if 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 you were a lonely housewife, yep. and your vibrator was broken, yep. could you use it to masturbate? Definitely. With? Would it no sharp edges or anything like that? Uh, I think part of it might be wood. That's I don't right. know how it would be. It is smooth wood. You could just. I suppose put, put, it, put, it, put it in a condom. Could you put it in a condom? Would it fit? Yeah, you could put it in a condom. It's thin enough to go inside a condom. No, I mean you need an extra large condom. Yeah, there's no such thing. Yes, there is. Are they really? Do you not know? We've never had to Whatever, buy one. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, never need to buy one, Will. So. Uh, only, only me for my heroin, <laughs> like to get it through customs. <laughs> I, I told you before. Did, uh, or did I? 
I did about the Paris Hilton thing about this. Um, oh, not not an air. We haven't talked about this in air. Oh. Apparently, uh, some guy who's been associated with Paris Hilton is like a driver or something like that. An has, insider. An insider. An onlooker. Has released a tell Sources all, close to the. <laughs> a tell all, tell all book. And he alleges in one of these stories that Paris Hilton once travelled internationally with uh, cocaine and ecstasy that he'd procured mm. by putting it in a cigarette packet and then putting that cigarette packet into a vagina. Yeah. That's not a foolproof way of taking drugs to the UK. Uh, and well, surely they sell cocaine and ecstasy in London. Yeah, cheap. Like, And she's a millionaire. She's got heaps of money. <laughs> like, why would you do that? I don't know. Maybe she just likes having things in her vagina. <laughs> I mean, is, maybe that wasn't the only thing she put in there. Maybe she, likes, maybe she had heaps of luggage Or maybe in there. she has loves things in her vagina so much she just wants to get caught and go to prison mm. so she can constantly have, <laughs> have things some, in her vagina. <laughs> some... Or maybe, like, I mean, she just does it, like... Because she was in a cigarette packet. Yeah. So maybe... Packet. It was very specific. The article yeah. said it was a packet of camel cigarettes. Now, yeah. I don't know if the camel company... Did you have a camel toe? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yes. Um, no, uh, well, here's what... Um, That's the kind of celebrity endorsement you don't want, though. <laughs> no. Camel cigarettes, that cool, refreshing taste, and also fits inside your vagina. Maybe she does... Maybe she just uh, saw, the c- saw the cigarettes and uh, confused them with tampons. <laughs> And she is so stupid that she normally inserts her tampons in the pack. Well, she she said when she they busted her with a coke, she thought it was chewing gum. Yeah. So chances are, if she thinks that's chewing gum, she could Man. think a pack of cigarettes is tampons. Chewing gum is keeping me up all night, <laughs> and I'm talking constantly about myself. And Ben Cousins won't leave. <laughs> Man, that love. He really loves, loves chewing gum. That guy gum. loves chewy. <laughs> that guy loves chewy. She's trying to snort hubba bubba. She's like, this isn't working. This cocaine shit. So gluggy. Um, maybe she does a trick like with her friends like it's a party trick right so she gets off the plane in the UK and one of her friends <laughs> one of her friends comes over to her uh, yeah. with some change yeah and she and they put like eight pounds in her mouth <laughs> and she shoots the cigarettes out of her vagina like, like a dispensing machine <laughs> you can't tell me that wouldn't be a cool trick or even better, she does that. You know how people do the one where they're pushing the cigarette in through their ear and then it yeah. comes out through their nose? <laughs> she pushes the cigarette into her ear and then pulls another one out of her vagina. She, the hey, I'm just jo- adjusting my box. Come on! <laughs> the amazing Jonathan. Yeah. She's the amazing Jonathan. She's like, no, well, who's the one who um, used to swallow things? The regurgitator. Star. Stevie Star, the regurgitator. I would like to see Paris Hilton be like the... You know, the the vagina regurgitator? <laughs> the vaginatator. The vaginatator. Regurgivina. Yeah. It doesn't work. The vaginatator. Um, so she's the vaginatator, right? Yeah. And so what she does is Vager, she... What about vagurgitator? It doesn't work. What's he, the regurgitator? She's a vagina regurgitator. There's no... I can't think of any vagina. No, 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 no there's one. Okay. Um, Ferbergitator. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Edward Woodward is the... <laughs> <laughs> what? what was that show that Edward Woodward The Equalizer. Woodward the Equalizer. The Burgalizer. The Fur uh, Yeah, so she... Uh, what are you saying? She could be a magician, no. She could be a magician, yeah. right? So like, you know, um, but all her things are in her vagina. Totally. So when she... And her big publicity stunt, she comes through customs and yeah. uh, you know when Stevie Stars followed all that change? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He came through and customs saw him coughing up like... Yeah. Uh, uh, these banned coins or whatever. I can't remember. Do you remember that stunt? Yes. Yeah, he coughed like, yeah. up coins. But yeah. now, would he have notified customs that he's about to do that? Because they had cameras there when he arrived. Yeah. That Maybe they're just a- taping border security. <laughs> it was ahead of its time. It was, yeah. it was pre-border security. 
I guess they have cameras at those sort of things. But he probably, no, he probably notified. If it was a stunt, you'd want to notify. You know. So they didn't call the news to say, hey, this yeah. uh, British comedian's going to get busted at customs. You should get yeah. down there. And they're like, why do we fucking care? The news team's like, who? But if you did ring up a news team and say, uh, hey, get down to the airport now, Paris Hilton's about to shoot shit out of her vagina. <laughs> it's a bit like, like, it must be Wednesday. So I would have liked to like, yeah, see it Stevie Star style, where she like puts things in and then she got, like, can spit them out in a different order to the order they went in. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, like stuff like that. Like, you know, um, yeah, and she has a bit of patter. She, it'd be great like, you know, hey, Rocky, watch me pull this rabbit out of my vagina. <laughs> uh, what's the... Uh, David Blaine could live in her vagina for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of televised stunt. Uh, so... Um, Hellman's. What got us under that? Oh, David Campbell. I think, so oh, the, yeah, David Campbell. The awards are shaped like a cock. And so he did this thing. that The Hellman Awards are named after Robert Hellman. Um and who was Robert Heltman? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me oh, that. Shit. Um, he was uh, king of theatre. Yeah, he was king of theatre. Like he's a, a legend of the Australian theatre industry. Yeah. And so David, and definitely not a pedophile. No, <laughs> in no way a pedophile. Um, and so uh, David Campbell <laughs> came. <laughs> you know, isn't it interesting that pointing out that someone isn't a pedophile suddenly raises makes the specter of <laughs> makes them makes them sound like they could possibly be a pedophile. Why else would you mention it? Yeah. Whereas it's actually... Saying, not, not saying he is. No. But... Uh, no. Definitely not, in fact, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but the, by, by saying definitely not... Like, if you just said that about someone... I'm I, definitely not a pedophile. Yeah. Mate, that's right. If someone just announced you that yeah. you just met... Yeah. Hi, uh, John Smith, how are you yeah. going? Just want you to know I'm definitely not a pedophile. <laughs> that dude's a pedophile. <laughs> Did you meet John Smith? He is definitely a pedophile. Okay, by the way, that clearly sounds like a made-up name. <laughs> He's called John Smith. So David Campbell. Yeah. Uh, so he decided, you know, he put together the ingredients of these awards being named after Sir Robert Helpman and the fact that the award looks like a cock. Yeah. He would put this hilarious bit of comedy together where he would say that they were based on Sir Robert Helpman's cock. Ah. So he did this whole thing about, you know. He didn't, he didn't go for the Matt Shervington. Uh, no. But like, yeah, but it, when you're doing a bit of patter about like this beloved, you know, you know, and then his cock. It just didn't go... It didn't go down well? That well. It was, was that first up? It's part of his opening Yeah. Moment? Yeah. I think you got to warm him up a bit before you start making fun of like a beloved... Dead people's cock. Figure's cock. <laughs> it's like when they give the Brownlow to Gary Ablett and they're like, you know, uh, uh, Charles Brownlow uh, yeah. medal here is uh, to honour our best and our fairest. Yeah. And you know, Charles had quite a big cock. <laughs> He used to swing a bit like this. Start swinging the metal. And Gary's, Gary's trying to take it. And he's like, no, no, I'll tell you another thing about this guy. He was a fucking pants man. He was banging. He was screwing more than a fucking... But he called anal sex brown low. That's, that's where it came from. Time to brown get some low. brown low. Time to get some brown low. So did you get him back, Campbell? Uh, yeah, he did. And, and because, but the thing was, it just didn't quite work as an analogy because even though it's cock-like, I'm not sure that you know, Sir Robert Heltman's cock had engraving on it. <laughs> A little plaque. <laughs> yeah, best live comedy performance. Welcome to Jamaica. I hope you enjoy your stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that, that's it. I so think. where is the helpman now? In your bedside drawer? <laughs> in my pants. Yeah, that's right. It's in an extra large condom in Paris Hilton's vagina. Where is it? Uh, I don't have it. 
Why not? After the GQ uh, Man of the Year Awards, I lost I lost my trophy at the after party because I was drunk. Uh. So this year, upon me winning my award... Who else award, would want a, a trophy that says Will Anderson on it? Adam Hills? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I lost it. I got it back. They like, found it for me. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it. like, I wouldn't imagine anyone. Would I didn't hold, say it was stolen. I just got drunk and put it down somewhere and forgot that I was meant to have a trophy. I know. I didn't realize you got it back. I was thinking that's like, a, yeah. yeah, no, no, no one stole it. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, so, but after I won this one, it was immediately confiscated by my manager to yeah, be right. returned to me at a later time <laughs> when you're more when I was not when drunk. You, when you grow up, <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, um, friend of ours, uh, Knackers, he did uh, had an exhibition last year. He was a painter, and he did a giant portrait. One of his portraits was of Steve Curry. It's an enormous... I think he entered it into the Archibald. It's, it's a really impressive painting. Um, he had this exhibition, and that was like the biggest piece, and it sold to someone who Steve doesn't know or Nathaniel doesn't know. Some guy came in and bought... And it's not like it's an abstract piece. Like It looks like a portrait of Steve Curry. Like Anyone who's grown up in this country would look at it and go, oh, it's a big painting of Steve Curry. Steve was a bit weirded out by that. Would you be kind of weirded out by that too? I, I don't even have to imagine. I know exactly what it's like. This has happened to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I was painted for the Archibald a couple... Of, I've been painted a few times, but one in particular, an artist called Matthew Quirk, um, painted me a couple of years ago and did an amazing job. Like, it, it honestly, it was a, ma- a big piece. And, like, I mean, Gemma, your girlfriend, is an artist and she's really great and I've got some of her stuff in my house. But this was like, you looked at it and you just went... I can see that that's like... I was actually surprised it didn't like kind of make the final cut. I was pretty hopeful for him. Yeah. Um, but it was me. And the only thing that was kind of a quirk about it, because he kind of does this very sort of modern take on it. Do you say a quirk? A quirk, yeah. Is his surname quirk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's quick. He's Matthew. Quick. Okay. Matthew. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I've got that wrong. Um, but anyway. Um, Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Matty. Okay. My mate, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a light globe in my mouth that had lit up. Yeah. In this, in this, like thing. your uncle Fester, yeah, yeah, basically, and it was, yeah, it was kind of like, I mean, he had some sort of thing about ideas and like the light globe and the mouth and whatever, anyway, but it was, it was cool. It's <laughs> right. like, well, uh, I want you to do this pose. I'm going to bring in my two friends, yeah. Tony and Bill. Yeah. Uh, now, this first, is a commitment to uh, uh, acting. Is like sometimes the showbiz can be a, a wonderful mistress. Sometimes it can it can give you all, everything you want. Other times it can be like being fucked by two truck drivers. <laughs> so, Bill, put your dick in Will's mouth. <laughs> Tony, put it in your ass, and we'll start painting. Oh my god, this is like getting a helpman award. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're over an hour, so we'll wrap oh, this one up. Pity. Uh, once again, we're going to urge you to become fans of the Facebook yep. page. We're, we're leave been, comments. Yeah, leave comments. We've been trying to update. We've put a few photos up yeah. and stuff. We probably could do more. But oh, somebody sent me a photo of you at high school. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. What's all that about? Yeah. He's got some photos of you from high school, so he's emailed them to me. So maybe we can find put some find some photos to put up on the website. Well, only if we put photos of you up as well. I'm happy. If there's people out... I'm if there's not- anyone I went to high school with who, who they yeah. listens to this, who has photos of me from high school, I'm happy to... I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not getting, I'm not getting turned into the court jester. <laughs> so far. It's like, look at the fool. <laughs> More photos. Yeah. I wonder actually, which case, I, I saw that on Twitter. He said, you're 11. I'm wondering, yeah. I thought I was pretty cool in year 11. Time will tell. I, I don't have any photos from me when I was a teenager. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see what he's got. Fuck, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I mean, if he would have got it out of a school. This, do I know him? No, he said he must have got it out of a school school yearbook or something. Oh, I haven't really sorted out the hang whole on, story. Hang on, hang on. He's got photos of me when I was a teenager. Yeah. This could be some creepy kind of... He did say that he was travelling through time and had an <laughs> offer for you. 
<laughs> so send us all the stuff to the the Facebook page and and stuff, and we'll try to um, uh, you know, we might even do. I, I was thinking it might be cool to do like one where we answer some questions. Yeah, we should have these meetings off air. Yeah. Okay. See ya. See ya. <laughs>